My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today I am here with Raminder Kaur. She's an emotional wellness coach from Punjab in India. Um, and today's theme, uh, we're going to be talking about emotional wellness in daily life and how important that, important that is to our, not only our self-care, but also our ability to tap into our spirit and our emotional well-being. Um, of our spirit. So if we're busy, busy, and we're not taking care of those kind of um, overlaying emotions that come with everyday life, it's really hard to get quiet and hear ourselves. Um, so Reminder is going to talk a little bit about that and how also the work that she does can help heal trauma, can help turn lives around and um, kind of what she's doing over there in India. I love talking to people from all over the world. So welcome Reminder. How are you today? Yeah, thank you, Molly having me on your show. I'm good. Thank you. Oh, you're so very welcome. So um, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do in your work as an emotional wellness coach? Uh, yeah, I help people uh, just to take care of their emotions. Because um, what I have seen, what I've observed, and yes, I've lived it too. When we are physically ill, we just ran to a doctor <clears throat> that, yes, I need a medicine. But uh, suppose we are sad or anxious or depressed. <clears throat> we are like, okay, it will pass. It will pass. It will pass. But we don't take a conscious step to come out of it. <clears throat> and that is where we need to take care of the things. Absolutely. That makes sense. And, you know, something I teach in my program uh, for intuitive development is that our emotions are, are one of the first layers of an indication of disease. And there's connections that can be made. I always like to say we don't create our disease because that can be very uh, self-defeating to think that. But it's like as if you're reading the stars or you're reading uh, cards or anything. You can read your own body and the way it's responding to your life as an Oracle that helps you avoid, um, long-term disease. I know once I started figuring this out, um, you know, I used to get colds all the time. I had lots of systemic issues, uh, gut issues, um, overeating. I definitely was a food addict. There's a whole story about that. But when I started to realize, okay, if I listen to my body and I listen to my emotions and take them seriously, even if someone else says they are silly or they don't matter, or maybe uh, society teaches us to just push through, push through, you know, yeah. I'm going to get sick. I'm not going to feel good. So that's so important um, to, to understand that for the listeners, that your emotions are wise, intelligent beings coming with messages for you. So what brought you to this work? Um, can you share a little bit about your background and 
what made you want to do this for other people? Yeah, I started um, the energy healing for myself somewhere around 15 years back. But yes, I was not too regular. But yeah, I was finding solution for myself. I started from there. I, I always used to be so depressed or um, so lonely, even in the gatherings. And But I actually didn't have a reason for that. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like, yes, I worshipped and all. And, and people generally say that, yes, you just um, pray to God, everything will be okay. But things were actually not getting okay for me. So I had to search for the solutions and I started with Reiki. I got initiated to Reiki in 2005. And from there, my journey started. But yeah, there were so many lessons to be learned and yes, much more to learn, uh, to grow. And once I could hold myself, um, once I had... I I reached a situation where I could say that, yes, I can take care of my emotions. Yes, at this time, I'm sad, but still, I can be okay to be with somebody, to talk to somebody. When I reached that situation after some years, then I thought of that, yes, I can learn how to help people as well. Then I started developing those skills and I got two or three certifications because yes, when you're using a modality for yourself, things are a bit different. But when you're trying to help somebody else, you need a little more expertise so that you can hold space for them. Yes, absolutely. And that firsthand um, experience by being your own first client, as I like to call it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know, that's what, what helps you understand and be able to share stories and be able to really empathize with people. So I think that's important. Almost every practitioner I know has, has a dark night of the soul story has, you know, the, the tunnel that they went through to get to the light, to want to help others. And I think it's quite beautiful in those times, you know, not everyone is going to rise to that place of, of helping others, but everyone has access to rise to their happiness for their own life. And, and so it just depends on when you get there, what you want to do with it. But I I think it's, it's really cool to hear that you went that route as well. And, and Reiki. So a couple of things came up when you were talking, uh, being lonely in gatherings. I think that's really important Mm -hmm. to bring up because I don't know about India, but here in the U.S. We have a lot of, you know, social anxiety is the buzzword going around. That you know we're social, you know, anxious in social situations or feeling lonely at the table and things yeah. like that. That it's really important. I think that we all have that at some deep level. The ego tends to to find those problems or feel that separation, and it is the the deeper spiritual work that, and the the ability to take care of our human emotions in the ways that you're talking about that that can heal that more readily. It can be a cure or a long-term solution rather than a pill. Yeah, most of the times it's like, yes, we have picked something or the other in our childhood or say earlier years, not even even not in childhood when we were a bit younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, something, a very small incident at times just sticks 
uh, in our mind mm -hmm. and then it becomes our new reality. Yes. Yeah. The story that we tell ourselves in those moments. I know yeah. every once in a while, I still, you know, <laughs> I, I help a lot of people, but I still have them. And I go, oh, here it is. That thing from when I was seven, <laughs> it's popping up again. And then I've got to take yeah. care of that seven-year-old, deal with the emotion, do, do the work, you know, use, use the modalities. And I know you mentioned Reiki, which is amazing and EFT, and we'll get there in just a minute, but something that um, inspired me about what you said about praying to God and then um, actually, you know, learning Reiki, getting attuned and con connecting with that God energy. I think for listeners, that's an interesting uh, thing to differentiate that I had this very same thing happen to me. I was raised in religion and taught about a certain kind, you know, this certain description of God and here's how you pray and this is what happens. And, and yes, I had faith and I connected with God, but I also didn't totally agree with the teachings of, of like the judgment parts. And, and I felt yeah. when I felt God, I felt God talking about God didn't match what I felt. So I think really connecting to your source in a way that works for you is, is a big part of the process too. What would you say about that? Yeah, and when, when we, uh, as healers, we say God, it never means that, yes, I am a Hindu, I'm a Sikh, or I'm a Christian. It's, it's not that. God is not something. I mean, when we do our uh, sessions, like even I'm, I'm taking a session or I'm giving a session, it's, it's more of the universal energy. Mm -hmm. the the universal the the source of uh, the energy Everything. of the happiness the freedom it's yeah. it's just the source whatever you want to call it yes i agree the, <laughs> the angels or god or whatever whatever so uh, i i request all the people not to be uh, confined to if she's using uh, that um, god or uh, this angel or that thing so she is or he is any any healer is bound to i mean something it's like whatever you are comfortable with Yes, it's, exactly. it's more about, yeah, it's more about having the faith in your heart. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The experience of it, that, that mystical experience. And, and that yeah. sometimes we try to explain that mystical spirits in words and the words are just different. You know, that's how I like to think of <laughs> exactly. it. Too. Just different exactly. Different words for the same thing. So yeah, most of us, most of us, this uh, healers, yes, at uh, not all of them, but yes many of us have uh, followed our religions but with the growing time we could know that yes all the religions are equal they just want us to connect to the source but yes over the period things got rigid with the uh, you know systems that you pray this way you pray that way mm -hmm. but the basic of that was to connect to the source, to be happy, to be calm. Yes. Yes. To rest in that faith that we don't have to take care of everything. It's being, there's, yeah. there's a divine organization to everything. If we just relax into it. Absolutely. And so I love what you do. And you mentioned that you use EFT in your work, you use Reiki. Um, so I'm just out of curiosity in your city, do, are there a lot of practitioners that do this or do you find you're kind of a rarity? 
if i talk about my city i <laughs> truly telling i don't know much because uh, most of my work is online and i meet people online only oh good well that's wonderful and that's how how we connected so that's the online world's <laughs> a whole other space i know how that i used yeah. to primarily work in my own town and now i'm more online as well so i was just curious about you know the whole world how this work is is kind of spreading and and changing people in different <laughs> ways so it's just a question, but so yeah. uh, I'm going to go back to you in terms of, you said one of your greatest successes in your life and, and in the work that you do, trusting your intuition um, and, and with your modalities is to build healthier boundaries after being a, a hardcore people pleaser. So of course, yeah. that's a big theme we like to talk <laughs> about on the show. Can, so can you share your journey from being like people pleaser, doormat, whatever you call it to now having healthy boundaries and being able to feel strong and, and powerful in your choices now. Yeah, I told you, I mean, there was a time when I felt lonely in the crowds. So yes, there was a need to need of attachment. So, um, but yeah, my inner child had, um, uh, you know, belief, it, it was a limiting belief that nobody loves me. So it manifested in my physical life, in my material life, that yes, nobody loves me. Mm -hmm. But yeah, my longing to be connected, uh, to be associated, it was like when, when I was in this uh, circles where people um, didn't like me or didn't involve me in the things. So I stretched myself to, to, to behave what they want me to behave or, or stretch my limits. I mean, working late in the office, doing others' works, hmm. or mm -hmm. I mean, the, the dress somebody else will like, I'll wear that. It all comes into that. But yes, when I started working on myself gradually, first of all, yes, it, it was really beautiful when I, uh, realized that, yes, my inner child is having the belief that nobody loves me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, yes, I, I, I knew that, yes, it's just a belief. It's not that there are people who do care for me. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that's, you're hitting on a real core belief that a lot of people pleasers or those that struggle with true, like hardcore codependency, it, that yeah. is kind of a thing. I've got to earn your love because, you know, otherwise, if I make you unhappy, you're not going to love me. So I'm always yeah. on the clock trying to get, get other people to love me. And, you know, it seems also, I think in the minds of those that people please, and, and I work with a unique um, slice of that with highly intuitive or spiritually gifted people that are also people pleasers. Um, and so you kind of start using your intuition against yourself and, and anticipating what's going to make this person happy. I'm really good at reading that before they even know. And so I'm going to go ahead and act at, you know, act in a way that is going to mitigate any issues or, or not make them angry or upset the apple cart. Or in my case, I was a hardcore people pleaser. Also, I want to see them smile. I want to see them, you know, make them cry with the birthday card. I want to see them, you know, really feel loved and to the point where I would exhaust myself. I mean, I would, you know, exactly. wear myself out financially yeah. and emotionally, right? Yeah. Boy. That was a lot. So I know there's people out there listening that, that struggle with that. And, and I think we're here to say yeah. there is, there is light at the end of the tunnel and it has to do with the work that we do on ourselves and to really, yeah. you know, not only 
do the daily work, but reach out to practitioners that can help you. Um, this is a, a road well paved at this point. We get it. And you don't have to cut people off. There's, there's ways to strengthen your, your own self and also be much happier. So, um, so you talked about also in your application to come on the show that, um, these days as a successful practitioner, that's helping people a lot that you sometimes struggle with your own self-care at this point. So it's sometimes that can be a remnant of our people pleasing. And sometimes it's like, oh, we just get so busy. We don't, we don't know how to then take it to the next level to really put structures on our time. So can you tell us about how that affects you today? And, um, and maybe we can do a little reading for you and, and help you out as well. Yeah. You know, what happens is, I guess, when you are in a routine, that's okay, you're doing it. You just skip it for three days and yes, you are gone. <laughs> and yes, COVID played a major role in that because everybody all the time at home. So yes, I'm busy with that. Oh, I'm busy with that. And I can, I mean, you know, you'll do everything for everybody in the house, leaving yourself. True, true. And, and what kind of things would you do before that as your routines that then suffered because COVID came along and everybody was home in your face all the time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like um, my son, uh, when goes to school, then I take uh, half an hour, one hour, whatever for myself to meditate or tap on myself. And when he's all the time at home, it's like, no, 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 no. I don't have time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so things go so much heavier. And yes, those were so stretched periods. So now, yes, schools are started again. So I'm trying to come back on track, but it's a long gap. So we give ourselves excuses. Oh, no, today I have extra work to do in the kitchen. Okay, today I'll go to the market and bring that. Okay, tomorrow definitely I'll meditate. Uh-huh. Yeah, we put it to the side. <laughs> and I think there's something yeah. something to be said for um I know this isn't um exclusive to anyone. I mean, I think we all do it as much as we can in those little micro moments, like little micro meditations. But I remember there there's a US author or no, is he no, he's in Canada, I think. Um who um his name is Eckhart Tolle. You might you might know who he is. Um, he's yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty all over the place, but he talks <laughs> <Yeah>. about, <laughs> he talks about micro meditations. Like when you're, you know, yeah. when you arrive at a destination, just take like three minutes to just be there and then do that throughout the day. And I find in a busy life, that's one way to do it. Um, you know, sometimes I'll step out on my porch. That's right out here outside of my home office and just look at the trees, you know, and then come back here and get to work on the, on the computer with, with people. So it's um that's one that, way to do that. Yeah, mm -hmm. that reminds me of something. I, mm -hmm. I always tell my clients that yes, if you can't do anything else, take one one time. I mean, even if you take two times the tea or coffee, whatever, take one time, sit just with your mug and just feel the aroma and the taste. Mm -hmm. Even if you're not meditating just to be with your tea. Oh, I love that. That's, I mean, anybody can do that. And it is. Yeah, that will break the chain of your continuous thought process. And yes. that break will actually make the difference. 
Absolutely. It's about, yeah, getting into your body because we, especially in today's culture, we get so in our heads and we've got our, our screens, our phones, we're checking our email, we're doing all these things. Even, you know, in the past, it would be reading the paper, you know, taking in some (laughs) information instead of just being. And I think that, that mastering the power of being several times a day, it, it then leads into a meditative life. You know, I think that's in in the end, the goal of meditation that we end up being in that kind of observer state most of the time instead of the reactive state. So you actually get a card. I I pulled a few cards for you. Um, You get the witness card. The witness is all about that inner witness and it's turned upside down. So, So what that means is your challenge, your inner witness is a bit challenged right now. And you're going into a next level of maintaining that inner witness. So it's, it's like. I think about it when we hit a certain level of awareness and we're like, we're good. Okay. Wow. We have all these aha moments or this, these moments of enlightenment. And then, and then something new comes like COVID or you start a business or family comes to stay with you in town or something, something changes that then brings that challenge back. And so you are being invited on a journey with how life has changed and how it's going to continue to shift to then how do I get back to that? on a regular basis and change, change your, your, your habits, like change the way that you do it, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, and as you talk about the awareness, yes, there are layers always. And yes, I've grown over the years a lot. I just want to share once I'm in, I keep on offering, uh, you know, say, at different intervals that yes, a one free session of 40, 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. for new people so one person contacted me and then uh, over the message only then he wrote that um, before going into any talks I like to tell you that yes I'm a proud member of LGBTQ um, community I said I replied that's okay that's your belief and your choice towards the life and yes my just part in your life is to make things a bit easier for you. If you're connecting with me, it means that you need some other help. And that is where, yes, I just want to lend a helping hand. That's all. What your choices for your life is, I'm not going to interfere with that. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's wonderful. And and yeah, and it's just about too, for you with, uh, you know, you mentioned kind of giving up a lot of time for the clients because you, you care so much. I think, you know, going back to, to making sure that you're, you're feeling that out and taking that time for yourself and also, yeah, letting them know that you're, you're open to anything. You're open to helping anyone. Yeah. I think I love that. That's wonderful. I think that's, um, and, and it's not a requirement I'm sure. And I, who am I to say what other practitioners do, but I think as spiritual practitioners and healers, it's, it's kind of like it, to me, it doesn't make sense to be exclusionary. You know, it's, it's like people are looking for that, that sense of safety and that's that sense of spiritual sacredness. And sometimes, uh, yeah, Molly, that's right. But you know, what happens is we are conditioned since childhood. I mean, the time we born, the, the minute we, born, we are born, we are conditioned for certain things. This is good. This is bad. This is good. This is bad. You know, the society around, people around us, they mention and we just grab it. That 
I'm an, an older person, a person in authority, whatever he or she is saying is just right. We don't question things. So, uh, yes, it's journey. And yes, more of the acceptance has come in my life after doing family constellations. Oh, I love it. It's that. a wonderful modality. Oh, and, good. and it's, it's, it's base is acknowledgement and acceptance. Yes. I love that. Yeah, it is what, you know, it is what it is. And, and I think that knowing that deeper knowing with every year that passes as we age, that we really have very little control over anything other than our own choices that then yeah. leads to more peace for ourselves and also being able to empower others as well. So that's great. Um, and so what, what I see in the cards as well is you're coming out of a time of, of finding balance and being very focused mm -hmm. on that balance. Um, and trying not to get distracted by too many shiny objects or too many things coming at you at once. Um, and you're going to be moving into a deeper level of your healing work. Um, and so that feels really good to be more of a leader and to step up with more confidence in your work. So have you been called to do that in some new way in this next year? Yeah, I mean, I have been coaching one on one. And yes, now I'm thinking of starting, uh, you know, group uh, sessions for people who actually are either a bit skeptical, how the energy work can help them, or maybe it's, it's just, um, you know, a shiny object. Yeah. So yeah, just to, yeah, yeah. There are so many people who just say, "What will happen?" I mean, what you will do if I say that? Yes, I'm an emotional wellness coach. They'll ask me, "So what you will do?" Yeah, to uh, what take mean? me out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we feel good for an hour at a time. It's like oh, it's a little bit deeper than that. Yeah, and I think uh, the more that you kind of define what it is that you do and, and stand in your confidence with that in the coming year, it's, it's going to be, again, I get a card about a journey, about a perspective shift. That's going to be one step at a time. Sometimes it may be a little frustrating, but if you make sure to pace yourself and just tell yourself, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. It's not going to be as like, Oh, I wish I was on the top of the mountain. I wish this was, was all done. It's, it's going to be this lovely journey that you're going to get a lot out of in the, in the process. And I think what's going on right now is that you're, you're quite unique in what you do and you don't realize it yet. Um, so really acknowledging some of your deeper dreams about how you want to show up in the world, whether that's um, speaking to bigger groups, like having like workshops where there's a hundred people, you know, something like that. <laughs> and you're doing speaking, if that makes sense. And maybe it's online, which is fine, but you're still, you're impacting more people, if that makes sense. You're laughing, so yeah, are you I'm laughing? <laughs> yeah, because yes, uh, I'm just thinking that yes, uh, more people I can touch their lives. And yes, um, as you also mentioned earlier, I, I just want to give a message to people that yes, don't shy to contact a coach yeah, or a absolutely. practitioner. Yeah, It's like, yeah, depression, sadness, anger, they are, yes, they can be released, but most of the times, what what mistakes we did, we did not uh, hire a coach well in time, and we we grew with the trial and error methods. Right. So 
it's 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 much 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 easier to come out of the blocks with the help of a right coach absolutely and and you're totally right and that's i think that's why coaching has become more popular than it used to be because we're realizing gosh that was so hard for us we don't want to we don't want it to be so hard for other people i know when i was <laughs> developing and I was in the throes of my transformation, uh, you know, I did have practitioners that helped along the way, but not someone that kind of walked side by side with me for a long time or for an extended transformation. It was like a little bit here, a little bit there and some therapy and et cetera, which was amazing. But I was like, we need someone that talks about this specific problem that can help people through this, because I know there's unique people out there that are going through the same thing. And I think that's a beautiful point that we are spread all over the world. And there are a lot of specialties for that reason, because everyone needs a mentor of some kind um, when they're going through that kind of difficult transformation. And so Reminder has a great point. Don't hesitate to look for someone who specializes in exactly what you're going through, because that's who's going to help you get through it faster and you don't have to suffer so long. Well, absolutely. So for you, as far as your cards are going, you know, everything's going great. I do see a little bit of distraction when it comes to um, generational stuff or family stuff. And and if that's where (laughs) some of your kind of um, confidence lacking things are coming from, just know that that may come up, but you've got the tools to, to work through it and um, just to trust your intuition and your purpose and, and your ability to manifest your ability to make a difference in not only your life, but the lives of others. And I feel like that's going to grow more. So any challenge to that, you can say, well, this is just strengthening me so that I can help people to an even greater degree. Exactly. I, that's why I say that, yes, um, God has put me in all these situations so that I can understand that, yes, this also can happen. So don't be surprised by other people's circumstances. That's okay. Anything can happen. That's right. That's absolutely right. Well, thank you so much for being here today. It's been a lovely conversation. And if people are looking for um, a coach uh, like you, and they're just interested in getting to know more about you, where can they find you online? Uh, I am accredited with EFT International. Um, You can just search for my name there. Or yes, I'm on Instagram. I have... um, I do with the name of Soul Connections with Coach R. And I have an FB page as well with the same name. Or you can search on FB um, with my name, Raminder, K-O-U-R, Kaur. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, Raminder. I wish you um, just so much happiness and success in the new year. And thank you guys for listening. Take good care. And I hope you enjoyed the show today. Thank you, Molly. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey there, I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, If you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. 
Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.